Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Spencer, the first question this afternoon is going to be from Cody Goodwin. Hey, Spencer. Appreciate you guys doing this. You... You're a student of the sport. You, you obviously know a lot about the, the history of wrestling. To be now the fifth wrestler ever to win this award twice, I mean, does that add any significance to this to you? I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, you, you get put into a company, and it's just like I always say, it's an honor. And, I mean, I'm humbled to have uh, won the award. I would have been content with Gable winning it or whoever would have won it, but I, I do think it was a two-man race this year. And I would have been happy to win it because he deserves it. So I'm just, I'm, I mean, I'm honored to have won. Uh, committee chose two people. So me and, him are, me and him are pretty close. So we're not upset about it. So The dominance, the character, uh, obviously the heart with the adversity. Um, what, which of those factors really stand out the most to you as far as thinking, you know, wow, this, this was something truly special this last season. Um, or, or maybe just a highlight of what really made it special. There's this one ingredient that's rolled up into one ball, and that ball is Spencer Lee. And all the things that you can talk about, um, it, it's about goodness and people, he embodies that. And as a competitor, it's okay that you're a ferocious competitor. It's okay, but when you step off the mat, you got to handle yourself a certain way. He does that. So it's, yeah, heart and all these criteria, but you know what? Roll them all up into a little ball. And you know what? Put a name on that ball, Spencer Lee. That was Iowa superstar Spencer Lee along with Iowa wrestling coach Tom Brands who met with us this afternoon because Spencer Lee is now a two-time Hodge Trophy winner. You're going to hear more from them in just a quick moment. First, an intro. Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer, and I am glad you are here. Happy Monday, episode number 92. And yes, we're here to talk about Spencer Lee and the 2021 Hodge Trophy. He is once again the winner of the award, except this time... He's a co-winner, sharing the award with Minnesota heavyweight Gable Steveson. It is just the second time ever in the award's 27-year history that, that we have two winners in the same season. Only other time was back in 2001 when Iowa State's Kale Sanderson shared it with Simpson's Nick Ackerman, Division One with Division Three. so that's kind of cool. Spencer Lee, though, just the third Hawkeye ever to win the award, joining Brett Metcalf and Mark Ironside, but he's the first Iowa wrestler to ever win it twice. He's also just the fifth wrestler ever to win the award multiple times. The others, Penn State's Zane Rutherford, he won it in 2017 and in 2018. Penn State's David Taylor, he won it in 2012 and 2014. Missouri's Ben Askren, he won it twice, 2006 and 2007. And then Cale Sanderson, of course, three-time winner, 2000, 2001, and 2002. Spencer, as we all know by now, went 12-0 this season, 11 bonus points 
wins. That's five pins, three techs, three major decisions. Uh, he went 5-0 and at the NCAA championships and outscored his opponents by a combined 59-8, to all with two torn ACLs, and won his third NCAA title. He's now won 35 straight matches and has outscored his opponents by a combined 430-40 to during that span. Guys, that's a little ridiculous. Gable Steveson, uh, 17-0 this season, four pins, seven technical falls, three major decisions en route to his first NCAA title at 285 pounds. He throttled a deeper weight class and will vie for a spot on the 2021 U.S. Olympic team later this week in Texas. Uh, hint, Spencer likes his odds to not only make the team, but perhaps even win a gold medal later this summer. So why was this award share? Uh, no clue, guys. Win Magazine, which has annually awarded uh, the Hodge Trophy every year since 19. 19- 1995 did not reveal total votes this year which was a little odd last year spencer garnered 52 of the 57 first place votes in a runaway victory uh this year they only revealed the first place votes garnered by the other finalists iowa state's david carr finished with two and then north carolina's austin o'connor and penn state's aaron brooks both finished with one penn state's roman bravo young was the other finalist giving six total uh spencer lee did win the fan vote by a very large margin uh 25,712 votes gable Stevenson was second there with 5,202. Everything else uh, is being kept off the record, which again is a little weird. Wynn has shared all the first place vote totals every year since 2013. I don't know, man. Two final thoughts on this, though, and then we'll get to the interviews. Back in 2001, uh, Kale Sanderson and Nick Ackerman shared the award mostly because of Ackerman's really cool story. He suffered from spinal meningitis as a kid, and he had both legs amputated below the knees to save his life. And during that 2000 and 2001 season, Ackerman went 38-4, and four, and he won a Division Three national title at 174 pounds, defeating Augsburg's Nick Slack in the finals. Slack was carrying a 60-match win streak into that bout. Little David versus Goliath vibe there. Very impressive, inspirational stuff, no doubt from Nick Ackerman. I wasn't fully in tune with the wrestling audience back then because back in 2000, 2001, I wasn't even 10 yet. Sorry for those of you who are a little bit older than I am. Um, So I'm not sure what the reception was to that tie, but just kind of based on reading the story, um, I thought it was really kind of cool that they were able to honor Nick Ackerman in that way. Right now, there are a lot of people that are really, really mad about the current tie between Gable and Spencer, which is fine. There's a strong case for both of them to win the award outright. Spencer had more, I think, dominant stats just like statistically overall and the fact that he did it without fully functional knees. Gable, uh, tremendously dominant at a far deeper weight class, and he was just kind of head and shoulders better than everybody at heavyweight this year's um and this leads me to my final thought guys i don't have a hodge vote but if i did i'll tell you this i fully intended on voting for gable until i heard spencer say that he wrestled without acls at the national tournament um based on that alone i think he would have gotten my vote uh, but the results are what they are and i think both were clearly equally deserving i'm not going to lose any sleep over the decision for co-winners and honestly neither should you there are a lot bigger things to worry about so in any case we have some interviews here for you first iowa spencer lee and then iowa coach tom brands right afterward they aren't very long interviews but both guys talked about the hodge trophy spencer's season um the career that he's kind of authoring thus far his legacy also briefly talked to, to both of them about the Olympics and that whole decision for Spencer to withdraw because he's not going to be competing later this week. Um, so yeah, we're going to get to that now. Thanks a bunch for tuning in today, you guys, and I hope you all enjoy the interviews. got a question for Spencer we please throw your hand up in the queue on the right and we will get started Spencer congratulations it's been looks like nine days since you won the national title 
uh, four days since you announced you won't be competing at the Olympic trials. And then today the Hodge trophy was presented to you. Can you just tell us uh, how you're feeling once that news was delivered? Uh, I was pretty excited. I mean, it was, it's an honor to, to win this award and to win it a second time, but I was, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased, I'm happy, and I'm honored to have won it with, uh, you know, someone like Gable Stevenson. So he's just pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Spencer, the first question this afternoon is going to be from Cody Goodwin. Hey, Spencer, <clears throat> appreciate you guys doing this. You, you're a student of the sport. You, you obviously know a lot about the the history of wrestling. To be now the fifth wrestler ever to win this award twice. I mean, does that add any significance to this to you? I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, you, you get put into a company, and it's just like I always say, it's an honor. And I mean, I'm humbled to have uh, won the award. I would have been content with. Gable winning it or whoever would have won it. But I, I do think it was a two-man race this year. And I would have been happy with him winning it because he deserves it. So I'm just, I'm, I mean, I'm honored to have won. Uh, committee chose two people. So me and, him are, me and him are pretty close. So we're not upset about it. So The next question, Spencer, from KJ Pilcher. Yeah, Spencer, from what you went through at the end of the season and the postseason and what you overcame, uh, does that add anything to this award, given the adversity that you fought through um, to finish things off? Uh, well, I mean, like I said, it's, uh, I mean, it's humbling. I'm just, I'm just happy to have won it. Uh, I was just doing my best to win an NCAA title for my team. I know my team needed me for us to bring a, a title, team title back home. So that was my main priority. Uh, I didn't really, I wasn't thinking about bonus every match or, or pending and teching everyone. I was focused on scoring the next point and getting through the matches healthy and, and being able to finish the tournament for my teammates and for myself. And I and ended up winning the Hodge and I almost had hundred percent bonus rate. Uh, I missed it by one point in, in the finals. So uh, I wasn't thinking about it really, but I, I did what I could and I'm just happy to have uh, done what I did and honored to have won. Spencer Lee, the next question is from Grant Becker. Spencer, you mentioned your relationship with Gable a little bit. And for us, we can see you guys going back and forth on Twitter a little bit. And obviously there's that mutual respect, but what's your relationship like with him? And what does it mean to you to share it with a guy like that uh, for, for you two to go in history together in 2021 as the Hodge winners? Well, I think we both understand that um, we're, what we're doing and how we do it is something that we earned ourselves and, and how hard it was and what we go through to be where we're at. And uh, he's an incredible athlete, an incredible person, and I wish him luck in the future and all his future endeavors. He's going to be super successful in anything that he does, whether he fights, plays football, or goes to WWE. Who knows what that guy can do? He's, the ceiling is, you know, the sky's the limit for that guy. And so, I mean, I'm honored to have known him and to have the relationship that I have with him. And, you know, I wish him luck. I, I think he's going to be an Olympic gold medalist this summer, and you guys can quote me on that. That's for the next questions from Cody Goodwin. Um, you say you don't think about this award when you're out there competing and when you're getting ready for matches and stuff, but I just, are you kind of conscious of the chatter as the season goes along that it's kind of you and Gable at the front of that conversation? Well, I mean, yeah, uh, we, we both understand what, what, what we're doing every match and scoring, you know, a lot of points and bonus points, but I, I don't focus on it because when I was a sophomore, it's all I focused on was winning the Hodge and winning the Hodge. And then I, I go and I lose three times that year. Right. So the focus shouldn't be about the Hodge or about, you know, those awards. It should be a lot about what's next and scoring points and continuing to score points for seven minutes and more if needed, like I always say, right? And if you do that and you do your job right, then Hodge trophies will, will come. And that's what we preach. That's what we believe here at the University of Iowa. And 
you know, Minnesota, I guess, as well, because, you know, he did a great job during his, you know, last two, three years. So, you know, props to him. The next question, Spencer, from Austin Hansen. Hey, Spencer, I was just wondering how tough it was for you to put the Olympic dream on hold again this year, uh, especially after how things went last year and what that process, you know, decision-making process was kind of like for you. Well, uh, as far as you could imagine, I guess, uh, I always used to say that uh, I would trade anything for an Olympic gold medal, but uh, Tom doesn't like me saying that very much because he doesn't want you shortchanging, you know, winning national titles because they are important and they are hard to win. And I don't want to put down those accomplishments uh, to myself, but it is my dream. It is my, uh, my only dream, really. Uh, it's my main dream, I guess you could say, not my only dream. And, you know, to have it taken away from me, basically, basically off my own decision is pretty hard, but I do know that, that that's what's best for me. And it was a decision that we came to, and I believe in our entire staff as a whole, and their decision is, is final and it's, the best thing for me. And, and I agree with them. And I, it was a decision I also made myself. Uh, it was my decision. Ultimately, if I wanted to compete, uh, I would be if I thought it was my best interest and it wasn't. So here I am. Spencer, the next question is from KJ Pilcher. Uh, Spencer, when you were awarded the Hodge Trophy in the ceremony uh, before the season, one of the things you mentioned was being one of the only Hodge winners or being the only Hodge winner not to have an NCAA title. Now that you have that NCAA title, the Hodge Trophy, team title all together, does that add a little bit to it now that, you know, it's NCAA champ this season with the Hodge Trophy? Well, that's how it should be. Uh, you have to be an NCAA champion to win the Hodge. So uh, I guess it came to fruition this year and how it should have been, uh, in my opinion, and in my mind last year. I believe I would have won, and this would be my fourth this year. So that was a – but, you know, we do what we do, and it's a tough year, COVID year. Uh, we did everything we could. We believed in our administration and everyone and the staff and everyone that helped us, allow us to compete, including NCAA, so. Spencer, we will circle back to Cody Goodwin. Um, I know you kind of touched on the decision to, to not go to the trials and how tough that was. Have you guys had any further conversation about, like, surgery and timeline and coming back and things like that, or? Uh, we're taking everything day by day and we're going to do what's best for me, whatever that decision may be. But right now we have a, you know, we have, obviously I have, I have my own opinions and they have their own opinions as well, but we're doing what's best for me. And you know, right now I'm getting ready to work out after this. And that's the plan. That's all I care about. Spencer, the next question from Grant Becker. Um, Spencer, I mean, obviously the, the physical part of this is important too, but mentally watching, the trials this weekend and then the Olympics this summer as you go through your, your physical recovery process, what's that going to be like for you? I imagine that's one of the toughest things you'll have had to, to deal with, right? Well, I went to the Olympics in Rio in 2016, so I've seen it firsthand. I've seen success. I've seen you know, downfalls uh, firsthand, so I understand what it's like. But I mean, I'll be watching on TV this year regardless, unless I made a team, right? Because no fans can watch at the Olympics in Tokyo. Uh, I mean, I think Japan's probably one of my favorite countries in the world, so it would have been pretty cool to go there. Everyone kind of knows that I really like Japanese culture and a bunch of other things that comes with it. But it would have been fun. I mean, it is going to be hard to watch, but uh, cheer for Team USA. Hope they do their best, bring them some medals, and wait for my time in Paris 2024 uh, in my, you know, my mother's home country and 
hopefully my grandmother can watch the wrestle for the first time in uh in Paris at the Olympic Games. Very cool. Anything else? Uh, any other questions for Spencer Lee? I don't want I don't want you to end on a downer like that. So, um, can you can you tell us? Um, I mean, we we watched Caitlin Clark have this spectacular performance. We watched Luca Garza all season. Luca talked about what it meant to him to watch you fight through the ACL tear. Um, you were here during Megan Gustafson's time at Iowa. Um, Iowa athletics is always competing at a high level, but this era of these these individuals that you're a part of has been something that that really I don't know if any college in the country can match right now what has it been like to be at Iowa at this time for you and to be with those other people pushing each other I mean seeing the, the growth from my freshman year to now and all the athletic programs of the University of Iowa I think it's uh, it's like a movement you know people should if you want to be as successful in any sport you name it here we got it uh, it's amazing I mean you can name I can name so many really amazing athletes on campus you know, like Lala Kasaga and you know you know Jesse do all the football players and everyone else right we got we got them all. We got MLB players. We got people who could go pro at softball. I mean, it doesn't matter. This is the University of Iowa has grown so much since I was a freshman, having teams that weren't really in the top ten in the country. Now we have teams that are making superstars, right? So it's pretty amazing. We got we got something good going on here in, in <laughs> the little state of Iowa, right? And it's pretty amazing. Um, I'm just honored to be a part of it, and I'm just thankful that the, all the, how close the University of Iowa athletes are. And, how they support each other. This is a, kind of a, a lame year. Uh, usually, car will be packed uh, with a lot of athletes for wrestling matches and basketball matches and ball matches, you name it. But so hopefully next year we can have some, some fans and have some more uh, Iowa Hawkeye camaraderie. Pretty amazing. Uh, Hawkeye fans should be pretty uh, pretty lucky to, to be part of this, and we're pretty lucky to have them as well. We got the best fans in the world, so pretty good mutual relationship there. All right, Grant, thanks for loving that softball out. And thanks, Spencer, for those kind words for the department. Thanks again for your time this afternoon. We'll let you get to your workout. And Sounds good. Catch you down the road. Thanks for your time. Thank you. As Spencer slides out, uh, head coach Tom Brands is going to join us momentarily. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you great. Hey, glad to hear it. All right, if you have a question for Tom Brands, please throw your hand up in the queue. Uh, I'll get something started, Tom. A lot of good things to sell here at the University of Iowa, but when you can put something like Spencer Lee out there and now a two-time Hodge Trophy winner has a figure piece, uh, what does that mean for you on the both fundraising, recruiting trail, and all the, all the good stuff that's happening here? Well, we still work hard at everything we do, no matter what our results are, but this is a... First of all, this is a tribute to Spencer Lee and the way he approaches the sport and his life, the way he was raised and the way he's matured. Um, this is about domination and character. Uh, this award has criteria. It's not just about wrestling and Spencer embodies all of the above um, to a very, very high degree as a representative of our program and two-time Hodge Trophy winner. And that is awesome for our program, and we're excited. Uh, I'm excited. Um, this is one of those things where, um, you know what, you, you talk to your athletes about going out and earning things, earning awards, earning championships. Sometimes these things are out of your hands a little bit, 
Uh, um, but this one was firmly in his grasp. I mean, 7-0 in the finals. Um, he could have cut him and got a major. He would have had 100% bonus point um, percentage. But he kept him down to put the, keep the zero on the scoreboard, 7-0. Guy was on the edge of the mat the whole time. Was that match called correctly? There's just a lot of questions there where I don't know if things were really going for him, but he made him swing his way. And you know what? Put on an unbelievable dominating um, performance to cap a unbelievably dominating season for him, um, cap the team, the team race. And then, you know what, let's talk about, you know, the adversity that he went through. And one of the criteria of this award is heart. And there's six or seven criteria and, you know, nobody had more heart. Tom, the next question from Steve Batterson, Quad City Times. Hey, Tom, is Significant as it is to have a, a guy win this once, what does it say about Spencer to win this thing two years in a row? Well, you're undefeated, first of all, two years in a row. Most, most, most Hodge Trophy winners are undefeated. Um, and you've dominated two years in a row. And so you're not going backwards. You're continuing to get better. Um, embodying all the things that you know we talk about, but really what he's about anyway. Um, those are the things that um, make, you know, this program great. And those are the things that, you know, make our young people in our program aspire to, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm going after that. And this is how you do it. And he does it as, as well as anybody. And we got some, you know, recruits coming in. We got some young guys in our room right now that are going to have to step up and they're going to be stepping up real quick here because it's going to be, you're going to be in the frying pan in that competitive arena a lot sooner than you think. So what an example, what an example. Tom, the next question from KJ Pilcher. Uh, hi, Tom. Uh, you pointed out a lot of the factors, the dominance, the character, uh, obviously the heart with the adversity. Um, what, which of those factors really stand out the most to you as far as thinking, you know, wow, does it, this was something truly special this last season, um, or, or maybe just a highlight of what really made it special. There's this one ingredient that's rolled up into one ball, and that ball is Spencer Lee. And all the things that you can talk about, um, it, it's about goodness and people, he embodies that. And as a competitor, it's okay that you're a ferocious competitor. It's okay, but when you step off the mat, you got to handle yourself a certain way. He does that. So it's, yeah, heart and all these criteria, but you know what? Roll them all up into a little ball. And you know what? Put a name on that ball, Spencer Lee, and whatever he's about, that's what this award, rep I mean, that's what this award represents. I can't say it any, any different, any better, any more concise, any more complimentary of a guy who earned an award that was um, something that's kind of, um, it, there's speculation there, you know, who, you know, there's a vote, there's a committee and you know what, it was clear. It's clear as a bell, clear as day, clear as light, clear as whatever you want to say. And, and congratulate Gable Stevenson also. And, and so awesome. The next question, Tom, from Cody Goodwin. Hey coach. Um, Talk to Spencer about this too. Just 
you know, he's a history, he's a history buff when it comes to wrestling specifically, just the history of the sport and, and kind of where things are at and um, where, what does it say that he, I mean, he's, he came in as a mega recruit, right. And there was a lot of talk about him and now he, he is more than I think surpassing the expectations that maybe some had when he got here. What does it say about what he's been able to do in terms of just kind of where he's at in terms of Iowa history and college wrestling history. I mean, he's, he's authoring a spectacular career here so far with still a year to go. Well, you talk about history, he's making history for himself. So he's a history buff. He's a history, he pays attention to the, the past of the sport. And Dan Hodge is certainly someone that he's um, known because he's given him awards since he was, you know, however old. And so he knows him, he knows who he is. He knows the significance of Dan Hodge. Um, and he certainly knows the significance of the Dan Hodge trophy before he even had a chance to win it as a high schooler. And then all of a sudden you win two in a row. So that answers your question right there. So yeah, he's surpassing what many had as expectations, but um, you know what, what's inside of him and his mind and, and the things that, you know, make him who he is, um, you know, the, as a competitor, as a person, um, the things that, you know, his humble self, his, how he carries himself um, as a man, as a gentleman, um, off the mat, um, you know what, if he's not doing those things, he's not a two-time winner. And that's important to him to represent, to be able to put these accolades on his mantle. And it's important to him because there, that, you know what, these things are an indication of how your wrestling's going. You know, if you're in the conversation for the, for the Hodge, I mean, really in the conversation as a dominant wrestler, um, that's an indication of how your wrestling's going. And now he's won it two years in a row. Awesome. Awesome. And don't forget he won the Sullivan. And he probably should have won the OW as a freshman. I mean, he had a weight class that had four national championships and he probably should have won the OW this year. You know, so, you know, they, he doesn't have an OW yet, but he's got two Hodges and a Sullivan and three national championships. And he's not done yet. And he's international minded. So awesome for Iowa City, Iowa and the University of Iowa Hawkeye wrestling program. Awesome. One final question, Tom, from Cody Goodwin. Yeah, not that um, he probably thinks this is a consolation, but this, to, to receive this award after the decision to pull out of the trials, um, I, what do you think that mean? I mean, does that mean anything or resonate with him or with you? And I guess what were those conversations like when he ultimately decided not to not to wrestle? Well, I mean, you you have to put, you know what, you put a lot of thought into it. So Terry Brands is there, Spencer's there, Larry Lee and Kathy Lee are there. And, and you put a lot of thought into it. And the bottom line is you do the best thing for the individual. And I know that there is trust both ways. Um, we trust him uh, in a lot more ways than just going out and, and, and representing himself on the map. But we trust him. Uh, we trust his family. And I know he trusts us. And I know his family trusts us. And it's because of this whole entire process where... Um, you know what you, he, he actually started with some adversity, you know, coming into our program, you know, coming off that state finals, um, situation where, you know, he, he, he was minus one ACL. So, um, you know, there were right away, you were in a, 
in a, a strengthening rehab scenario environment or whatever you know he didn't just hit the ground running and jump into our wrestling room and start kicking tail you know he had to he had a long mend and then you remember the uni open and then midlands and then we took him out of red shirt and so you know what all that being said that's a long answer to your question but all that being said is is the path that he's gotten to um, to this point that path continues into the future and this decision is part of that path. His best wrestling is ahead of him, no doubt. No doubt. Got to have him healthy and rejuvenated. And rejuvenated. A lot of, it makes a lot of sense um, to do it this way, if you, if you really look at it. This is like, for me, um, you know, I used to talk about, you know, the Gable kind of influence of this program a lot more. But, you know, we've kind of gotten out of that a little bit. But this is Gable-esque. This is what this is what Dan Gable would do um, when you'd go into to his office and you'd talk to him about your future. Um, you know, you just came off of this, this, and that. You got this going on. Um, you're going to be there when it counts um, in all these different arenas and all these different um, events. And your best wrestling's ahead of you. You know what? Maybe it's time to rest right now. Good stuff there from Spencer and Tom Brands, per usual. Tom, with the the funny visual, you guys need to go find the video because when he was talking about how um, you know Spencer kind of knew who Dan Hodge was since he was really really young, he um, it was kind of funny the visual there because as we were talking to Tom and he was giving that answer, he kind of motioned his hand out to suggest that Spencer's you know he's known of Dan Hodge since he was really little, um, and then I think he kind of realized that Spencer's still very much a short human being, right? So then as he goes to raise his hand out to like measure height he kind of pauses for a quick second you guys kind of heard it instead of saying little he said age right um so that was kind of funny go find the video it was pretty entertaining both of those interviews are in video form um in the in the story that i wrote you can find that down in the show notes um but yeah that's hey guys that's all we've got today quick show um but thanks a bunch for listening be sure to rate and review um the podcast on apple stitcher spotify google iHeartRadio, wherever you get your shows be sure to follow me on twitter at cody goodwin and be sure to also subscribe to the des moines register to catch all stories mailbags analysis videos guys the olympic trials are later this week i got some fun things coming for you on the podcast got some fun things coming for you um, in written form that's going to be in the paper going to be online you're not going to want to miss any of it we're at the home stretch of the wrestling season Um, at least we're going to get a little bit break after the trials before we come back later this summer for some olympics coverage Um, we got some fun stuff planned hopefully for you guys later then but just as much fun stuff planned for you this week and i don't want you guys to miss any of it so you can find links to subscribe and read all of that in the show notes. That's it for this episode, you guys. Thanks a bunch for listening again, and we will talk soon.